Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode four of the Jupiter Farms Residence Podcast. My name is Matt. Jillian, Kristen, Melissa. And we are part of the members of the Board of Directors of Jupiter Farms Residence. This month, we're going to come and talk to you today about the different organizations that are out here. A lot of people don't know all the different organizations that they could take part in, that they could support. So I guess we should start with first with, with JFR, what we do. And we have kind of two sides to JFR. We have the event side, and some of you may have come to our events. We have the hoedown. Um, we have the shootout. We have movie nights. We have the spring family disaster. What? Oh, I'm sorry. What's it called? Spring family fun, fun day. day. Spring family fun day. Right. We have those. And, and that's the event side. And of course, on the advocacy side, we are the body that tries to know what's going to happen in Jupiter Farms before it happens. And in some cases, try and uh, limit the effect that those happenings might have out here. We try to keep our pulse on what's happening at the county level. We try to keep our, our pulse on what's happening at the Sirikid meetings, at the Palmar meetings, at the Loxahatchee River Preservation Initiative meetings, etc., 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 and find out what exactly is going on or what other people have plans for and how it may affect us here in the farms. And the big thing for that is, is that usually means development, and since we want to remain protected and we want to remain undeveloped undeveloped yes that's a big thing underdeveloped underdeveloped yeah well you know we only have a a, (laughs) sure we only have a certain amount of you know commercial property here out in the farms and that's a great thing to us out here it's not necessarily a great thing to county because it's not a big money maker and of course that shortfall has to be made up somewhere and what i keep saying is we don't want us to look like the intersection of pga or north lake and so far i think if you know we've been pretty successful at doing that so yay us yay yay so um so let's move on what uh, what else do we have who else we have out here Kristen, jillian melissa well, since we're an equestrian community, JHA, Jupiter Horsemen's Association. Yes. So they've been around since 1972. And what's their purpose? What do they do? They promote knowledge and skill in horsemanship. They do a lot of public functions, parades, contests, and shows with horses. They're more the show end. They are also in charge of the equestrian ring at the park. Right. If somebody wants to use that, they'd be the people to get in touch with. Mm-hmm. And they're a great organization. You can reach them. Their website is Jupiter horsemens, M-E-N-S dot org. They have a show going on right now. They do? On Sundays. Most Sundays they have them. Yep. So um, you can look on on their schedule on their website and see if it's something. If you don't have a horse and you just want to come check out the horses or And I think they have a a Facebook presence as well. So you can can find them there. Um, and And, you know, to go hand in hand with JHA, we also have GTR, right? Which is the gated... What is it? The gated trail, trail riders. Trail riders. Gated trail riders. And, and how is gated spelt? And what does that mean? Gated. G-A-I-T-E-D. And what does that mean? I believe it's the way the horse moves. Yeah, I think it has to do with their gait, right? You their can, their you, walk. You can tell that we're all big horse people. Yes, we are. Um, and where JHA does shows and that sort of thing, they're more about the trail. So what they do is they go out on the trails. Um, I think it's two, two rides a month. Um, in the area, they have... A lot of parties, social events, um, and they promote uh, knowledge for horses um, and skills on and off the trail. So you got one a little bit more formal and one a little bit more natural. And they have a big uh, event coming up in April, don't they? Yep. Poker run. 
So that's April 5th through the 7th. Um, and they, they have a lot of fun doing that every year. Cool. And I think they make a lot of money um, and they and they give to charitable organizations they as do. well. They do. And they do a lot of volunteer work mm-hmm. um, they on the trails. They support They do. They support us. Um, and, and we they support do, yeah. them. So if you'd like to get more information on the Gated Trail Riders, go to gatedtrailriders.com. Is that for like all Gated Trail Riders? Is that specifically? That's specifically to our area. To our area. South, okay. South Florida. Cool. Um, and they can use volunteers are always, always welcome and they do a lot of nice things. If I'm so. not mistaken, they also did, um, they have, they've adopted part of uh, Jupiter Farms Road. Yep. And um, there are signs to that effect. From Indian Town down, I think they have a mile or two, right? Yeah, something like that. Which and is they, another they, nice thing. They help do the cleanups on that, which is great. What's next? Pet connection. More animals. Cool. Who's that? What do they uh, do? Melanie Willie. She's really She's wonderful. wonderful. Yeah. So if your pet is lost or you found a pet, Pet Connection is the person to get in touch with. Their number is 743-8511. And they've also set up a, a group on Facebook called Jupiter Farms Lost and Found Pets page. So Melanie puts a ton of effort. If a dog is found, she has a scanner. You call her, she'll come out, scan the dog, see if we can find the owner. Take the dog. She'll take the dog and, and, Hold and it until try to find the owner, which is really nice. And that's the thing that gets me out here is how many people, if you're on Facebook and you see how many people in the community, when a dog is lost, someone will always pick them up, throw them in the car if they can, try Post to protect any dogs that are out. Try so to find the owner. It's nice. I believe she also partners with some other people out here about the free... Chipping, chipping, right? chipping. Yes. Yeah, the, chip, the microchip mm-hmm. clinic. I think she helps out with the the Peg Bowman Memorial Microchip Clinic yep. that um, she and Kathy Fahey have mm-hmm. done for a couple of years, yeah. which is also a wonderful good. program. Which means if you have an animal, get them chipped. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we paid fifteen dollars to chip Molly, and I feel better knowing it's. Why there did you have to? Why did you have to get your pet? We all have pets. Why did you have to get? I your was pet just into talking it? about how much I paid to Ginger and Savannah. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not talking but it's about a mine. it's a good thing because if they get out and their collar gets off, it's a lot easier to find. Mm-hmm. So, and a lot of times if they're sneaking out under gates or over gates, their collars come off. Molly wouldn't likely. do that. I think though. the question is why would your dogs be sneaking out? Because Kristen, they don't. What are you like doing? She's there. an English bulldog. Mine don't sneak out. I have two of them. Just saying. So yeah, Pet like Connection is a, is a great resource that they we have up horses. here, and they are busy really every week. Yes. You know, there's not a week that that someone doesn't by accident leave a gate open or don't worry about it they'll come back um yeah lock your gates yep. you know and keep your animals in and be a good parent and this is a labor of love for melanie she works as well so sometimes she can't get immediately back to you but she she will so just have a little patience if right she and then we the and we have cop out here cop the citizen observer patrol why don't you um tell us a little yeah bit that's about near that. and dear to my heart yeah. i did it for about three years it's a volunteer unit of the palm beach sheriff's office and the program is comprised of over 80 individual cop units from neighborhoods much like your own as a volunteer we wore distinctive uniforms and we drive specially marked vehicles uh, they usually like to have you volunteer approximately three hours per week if you're a retired person, they usually like about 12 hours a month out of you. Um, if you have a job, full-time, part-time, they can go down to six hours per month. I usually go out twice a month for that. Each COP vehicle is equipped with a radio and police scanner. It takes about two days of training to get involved um, to complete that, and then they'll put you out with uh, another volunteer until you're comfortable 
uh, with the area. If you're interested, which is, it's a huge benefit, especially to a community like ours. Um, we're so spread out. Because it, it has been proven that, you know, just the presence of these kind Absolutely. of vehicles keep crime yes. down. Yes. If and, it, you, and it's just an observer. It's not, I mean, these guys you, don't, you know, they're not getting involved a, and breaking up fights. If you see fights. something, say something type of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, just like any other person, but you're on an official capacity for those three hours. And it, it's definitely, when you see a COP car go by in your neighborhood and stuff, it's... It's I, hard to tell the difference unless you really look at it. If yes. It's right. a, yes. Sheriff so any, or, right. In that official capacity, uh, Francis explained to me that you are on their time, but you're really not on cop police time. So you can kind of do what you want to do, drive around, and it's because it's just about having the car out there. Yeah. So yeah. she said you can drive from one friend's house to another and another and another and just be visible. Be visible. Yeah. Another, yeah and a lot of things we do too, um, when you said friend's house, uh, the, the the house checks, if, if a lot of people don't know this, but thing. if you're going to go out of town for two weeks, you can um, get online and get a form, fill this out, and as a COP, we will, for that two week span, uh, while we're out on our shift, drive by your house. So you have that presence of that car, that official looking car going by in front of your house. And if we would go and see um, any vehicle in that, uh, I, I know personally, I have come up to a, a house check and there was a vehicle in the yard and I immediately called the owner and said, is this what needs to be there? And they said, absolutely, that's my lawn guy or something. So, and they were very thankful that, you know, somebody's looking out for their property, but they signed up for that. And if you are going on vacation and you want um, COP to do a house check, that form can be found on our website. You go to Jupiter Farm residence.com and click on cop and you'll see a whole blurb about the house check form and you can download it and you can email it right to their lieutenant francis mullane who lives out here and if you are interested in applying for cop um please by all means give her a call at 433-2003 that's, that's oh that's the headquarters yep and so, you can just email francis or you can just email francis at fh mullane that's m-u-l-l-a-n-e so it's f-h-m-u-l-l-a-n-e at comcast.com Net. All right, what's next on the Hit Parade, kids? I'm just going to jump in there. We're going to have all that information in the show notes. So okay. all the numbers that we give out, we'll also have down below. Excellent. Okay. So, if, so if you've missed any of these numbers, you don't feel like rewinding, you'll be able to see them in the in the cliff notes that come with the podcast. So feel free. Um, and, you know, look, COP is a great organization. It doesn't take a lot of your time. The more, the better. And just to get involved and, you know, look, if you're worried about safety on in your own neighborhood get into a car climb around drive around and you know talk to your neighbors and that's the best way to keep crime low get away from your family for three hours yeah it also gets you out of the house i loved it i loved it are you allowed to bring your dog in the cop vehicle no unfortunately are you totally disallowed from doing that if you find a dog can you can you Yes. Okay. You there you contain. go. See, there's ways around oh, everything. Oh, look, I just found my dog. Yeah, perfect. I'll just have to keep her in the car for the rest Molly, of the Molly, what are you doing down in the Indian Road? That's the second time Molly's been mentioned in I this didn't podcast. mention her. But that program can't Ginger thrive without volunteers, so if you're at least bit interested, please Yeah, absolutely. Them. What's next, kids? Nita. I didn't want to mispronounce it. What's Nita? Nita is the North Everglades Trail Association. Wow. What do they do? So yeah. Their motto is, love the land, build the trail. So what's the so goal? Kristen can explain that. What's the goal of that? Their their goal is to take all sorts of little trails. You're going to make me read the goal? What's the goal? Oh, goal? It's right there. So they say that's their goal. To get people out in the natural areas. Wow, you sound so thrilled about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm angry. Their goal is to get people out in the natural areas. Wow. Okay, so 
There's a lot of volunteer opportunities with NIDA. They do trail mapping and cleanups and stuff like that. They do like cleanups? That. Well, you know, like if there's something across the trail. Oh, okay. I don't you know. You know, clean I don't know what they it's do. It's a different kind of cleanup. And I know that they do the, in part, the, the OTL, right? Which is the Ocean, ocean to Lake. To ocean lake. And that just happened. That's the last week, mm-hmm. full weekend in February every year which is their big fundraiser, and it's a celebration of the Greenway. And people go on horse, they go on foot, they mm-hmm. go on bike. Um, that's big kind of event. Cool. That was yeah. one of their big goals, is they got all the trails connected so that people could go from one to the other. Oh, interesting. To wow. enjoy the natural areas. To enjoy yeah. the natural areas. Exactly. That's neat. So it gets people out and about and to appreciate the natural areas. And you once know. you see them, it's just... I want to Have you seen them? More. I've seen some of them. Why haven't you seen all of them? Because I'm lazy. <laughs> And I have no energy. Next year we're going to hike you. it. Because I can't drive next them? Year. <laughs> I definitely want to try it next year. It looked really good. If you if you wanted to get more information, you can visit their website at evergladestrails.org. Perfect. And uh, a little side shoe to that. Jenny over in Palm Beach Country Estates mm-hmm. started a Facebook group. It's the Palm Beach Country Estates. So PBCE Hike and Bike is the Facebook group. And that's kind of like a mini version of NIDA. Um, just people that want to get together and... Go for a hike or go for a bike, and don't, maybe don't know anybody or don't want to go alone. They that get together good. in groups, so that's that. You check out that little Facebook group; you might right be interested. On. Yeah, that's cool. We also have out here CERT, which is the Jupiter Farms Community Emergency Response Team. You don't see a lot of CERT activity. That's a great thing. We like when we don't see we don't, a lot of yeah. that. Yeah. But when we do need to see CERT activity, you know, in the aftermath of a hurricane, it's a community-based nonprofit organization that consists totally of volunteers whose focus is on disaster preparation, mitigation after a disaster, recovery, and communications for the community. Um, it's all wonderful that we have all of these methods to communicate, and now including a podcast, email, Facebook. But when that network goes down, these people are trained on ham radios and they all have ham radios and that's going to be really the only method of getting information out and about so it's a great organization to be a part of they're having their hurricane safety day in a couple of days on april 6th here at jupiter farms park and if you'd like to know more information about jupiter farms cert then please by all means go to jupiter farms cert org and um, get in touch with the wonderful people for the community emergency response team. And if you can make it to that day, it's great because they have all different agencies there with all different information, sheriff's office and different safety organizations and stuff. Yeah, so. it's the kind of stuff that you don't really want to think about, but you need to think about. Yeah, checklists you know, for this is This is now April and new hurricane season is just down the way and... and to be to have put a little foresight into that, and even if it's just getting all of these phone numbers together that you're going to need, or 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 knowing what you need to get together, you know, taking pictures of your house for insurance purposes, stuff like that. Start thinking about it now, because otherwise, when the storm is you know in the box and coming down our way, then you have a million things to do. And if you can you know check off a couple of those easier things during their meetings, they also do things like fire extinguisher training. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting, and and chainsaw training. How do you use chainsaws to Generator. You know, clear out some of your... Their meetings are very uh, informational and informative and helped you prepare for, you know, these Absolutely. Uh, One year they had a vet here who had instructions for the animal owners out here. A lot of us have goats, pigs, horses, cows, and there's not a lot you can do as far as evacuating when you have those types of animals. And so they had the resources listed for um, the different vets around the area that you could 
that would either take them or come and make sure that things were secured. So for an equestrian area or area yeah, that has less mm-hmm. Well, yeah, one of the, the things that people don't even realize, too, is if you have dogs, you can only go to certain evacuation areas and you have to be pre-registered and you have to make sure that you have your shots and your tags and everything when you can't do that four days when a storm is coming, right. you're going to be behind the eight ball on that. So, you know, being prepared uh, is is really the key when it comes to all of this disaster preparedness. Like my sod. Like your sod. What? I'm not allowed to mention her name, but... Molly. Our, she will oh. not go on cement. So we put sod in the garage. Unfortunately, so Savannah doesn't have that problem. <laughs> You guys are crazy. Whatever. I just want to bring the the dog up again. (laughs) So what else you got going out here, Jill? Talking trash. What's that? That is Kathy Moore and Flaw Simpson came up with a group to do cleanups in the neighborhood for trash. Because as we all know, landscapers, other people fling things out of their window, their lunch. So they get together about once a month, sometimes twice a month, um... And we usually have about 30, 35 people go out. They spend two hours picking up trash, bring it all back. I think the last one was 420 pounds of trash. That was Palm Beach Country Estates, but good. Yeah, that wasn't good memory, though. Yeah, not that. 420. 420. We don't weigh our garbage, but everybody brings it back here. She's doing this almost at least once a month. And then I think a little break with the summer. With yeah, the heat. summer months there won't be. But she they does find a lot of trash. A lot of trash, and she gets some great weird stuff. prizes. <laughs> yeah, we found some very strange things. Uh, the evidence bag with the with the ammunition was my favorite. Um, she does prizes for all the kids, so nobody goes home empty-handed, which is nice. Um, and the adults too. It's kind of a raffle. It's just really nice to see, especially the little kids coming out and understanding how important it is to keep the neighborhood clean. Um, and we sign off community service hours for them. So if the kids need hours in whatever grade, kind of a nice thing. And that there'll be another one coming up, not in April, but there'll be one coming up the first week of May. Great. Sounds good. All right. Well, that, you know, that's kind of Jupiter Farms organizations out here in a nutshell. So I hope that that brings you some new information and uh, maybe you'll pick one, two or more and say, hey, you know, that's maybe one that I want to contribute to and be a part of. Okay, well, we're at the end of another Jupiter Farms Residence podcast. Remember, coming up this month in the farms, we have on April 6th, the Hurricane Cert Awareness Day at the Pavilion in Jupiter Farms Park. Wow, that blows. Uh, April 9th, we have the JFR meeting at the Pavilion at 7 p.m. This month, we're going to have a talk by the Entrusted Restoration Services regarding water damage to your home, uh, what to do and how to navigate the claims process with your insurance company. And that's not just water from hurricanes. That's any kind of water broken damage. Pipe. Broken pipe. Yeah. Um, that's my Indian name, actually. Broken pipe. And just as a <laughs> disclaimer, that's not confirmed yet because we're only in the second week of March. Oh, stop it. And, and that meeting is going yeah. to be sponsored by Kelly Rue of Waterfront Properties. Also this year, four spots on the Jupiter Farms Residence Board of Directors are up for election. So at the April meeting, nominations will be open and those will run from the April meeting until the close of the May meeting. Voting takes place at the annual meeting in June. So if what JFR does interests you and you have the time, energy, think about tossing your hat in the ring. You may be nominated at the meeting or via email. Just let us know. Also, on April 13th, JFR will be running our annual Spring Family Fun Day at Jupiter Farms Park from 11 to 3 and on April 18th the Surricket Board of Directors meeting at 7pm at the Jupiter High School Media Center 
So there you go. That's a lot of information, but luckily you can rewind and listen to it all again. Once again, folks, thanks for listening to the JFR podcast and be sure you hit that subscribe button so you'll be notified when new episode releases and please share it with your neighbors and friends. Our thanks to Someone Talked Media and to David Guggenheim for his direction and engineering and our thanks to you for streaming and listening to the Jupiter Farms Residence Podcast. Take care. We'll be speaking at you again next month from the farm. So say goodbye, everybody. Bye. I'll be Samuel uh, L. Jackson. That was the day that Andy Dufresne came out of Shawshank. It's like we have story time today. Well, I think our brains are fried. I am very yeah, tired. This was, yeah, this was boring. This is very Sorry, this is boring. This is it wasn't kind of dry and boring. Baby boring. shark. Do, 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 do. <laughs> that was my favorite part. <laughs> Did it make it in? Did it? Did it? Did oh, it need I, to? I think Did it? Some of still, it. still was my this favorite part. This was an informative part. episode. Yeah. 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 Can we sing a song for Sandy? Sure. What song? Baby Shark. Two, three, four. Baby Shark, do 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 do. Baby Shark, do 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 do. Baby Shark, do 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 do. Baby Shark. Mommy Shark, do 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 do. Mommy Shark, do 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 do. Mommy Shark, do 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 do. Mommy Shark. Daddy Shark, do 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 do. Daddy Shark, do 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 do. That's just for Sandy. We'll just have to save that and give it to Sandy. No, David's going to throw it in there. It's embarrassing. She has the worst earworm on that song and curses us. Now we do, too. Yeah. I I thought it was Steve. This has been a production of someonetalkmedia.com. 